Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis. And we have another great, great, great boardroom chat. And we've been dealing with four types of giving. Yes. And how I came up with it was the question that's asked to me all the time I've been preaching. Why isn't my giving working? And let me just say this. We have a little booklet if you'd like to get it. I hope you can carry it around in your purse or, or in your back pocket called Why Isn't My Giving Working? The Four Types of Giving. We also have a DVD. One is the message, it's two actually DVDs. It's two CD, two DVDs. Yeah, yeah two DVDs. And, uh, and, and one's the message. The other is a question and answer period, and you'll be blessed by that. I want to talk today. We talked about, let's, go, let's do a little recoup here. We talked about, and notice we have the same shirt on because we're taping all this because we didn't want to break the flow of the Holy Ghost on this because of the anointing and increase. And I know it's coming out of me into you and coming yeah, out of Catholic it's and into you. It's <laughs> intense, man. This stuff is powerful because people struggle so much and they don't, want, I don't want you struggling no more mm. in the financial area. And I did something a few weeks back called the hundredfold, the financial plan. You take that plus this, son, you are a success going to succeed, 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 succeed. It's one of the most amazing things. I want to talk, we talked on the first week about the tithe. Mm-hmm. Will a man rob God? I answered that. Yes. How have you robbed me in tithing and offering? Now, some people say, well, tithing is not for the day. It's under, under the old covenant. It's under the law. Well, Jesus, he fulfilled the law, but he didn't throw it away. Right. Now, he said tithe and offerings. Right. So why are you asking people for offerings? You yeah, see what I'm it, saying? It, Excuse it, me. Come it's on. all in the same sentence. It's same in the same verse. sentence, baby. It's in the New Testament, the tithing as well. And offerings are in the New Testament too. See, people say, well, that, that, that's under the law and the New Testament is under grace. Well, that may be true. Tithe and offering. So, I mean, don't, don't try to confuse the issue. It, all tithing does is it, its motivation is obedience. Then we talked talk last week on the first fruit. What is its motivation? Generosity. Oh, that, you, that God, you show God that you're not in love with money. There you go. You just want to be a blessing to whoever and whenever. And of the four types of giving, it's the, the first fruit is the only one that God lets you choose where you give it. Mm-hmm. You can give it to the church or you yeah. can give it to the priest or to the pastor or whatever. Right. Whatever, just wherever you want to do it. And it's, watch this. I said it, first fruit, not second fruit, third fruit, and basket fruit. You don't give first fruit on your income. You give it on your increase, the increase part of the income. One time, that whole year, everything else is income from then on. And when you start over a year again, you give your first fruit. Now, I want to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, Kathy. We're going to start reading with verse 1. Now, 95% of all giving in ministry usually is almsgiving. That's giving to the poor. Now, the thing that's always fascinated me is why when you give to the poor, you struggle so much. And I'm I'm not being critical here. I'm I'm being truthful. They'll show you a bloated belly of a child. And my God, naturally, if it didn't touch your heart, something wrong with that. You know what I mean? Mm. should touch your heart. But when will the baby not have a bloated belly? When will they show you that baby not hungry anymore? When? Now, don't criticize me over that. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm getting to a point here that's very, very, very important. When is that baby not going to be hungry? There are a lot of people raising money, and I believe in giving to them. Don't misunderstand me. They'll show you a child that's having cancer. Oh, if that don't touch you, nothing will. And they, and they raise monies for those things. When will the child be totally healed? 
because I believe in medicines. I believe in doctors. I believe in helping hospitals like people like St. Jude and things like that. But when will that child come and say, I have cancer no more and I will never have it? It's when you take medicine and you take the Word of God and you mix them. And God will take care of the future. You see what I'm saying? And the doctors do all they can to take care of the present. They can't heal you, but they can treat you. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I brought that in. Your, your eyes are going like this. Well, I'm just What's trying to follow you. Oh, keep following me. If you, got, if you think I'm, I'm wrong, listening. listen, challenge me in front of these people. You can. I, I, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but I mean, uh, when you understand arms, what does that mean? Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. See, now that's pride. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, when thou doest thine alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3, but when thou doest alms, let not, let not thy left hand know what thy right hand doeth, that thy alms may be in secret, and, and thy father which seeth in secret himself shall reward thee openly." Now, this is the third part of the four types of giving or why my giving is not worth it. Now, what is the motivation for almsgiving, helping people? What is it? Compassion. When you see a child hungry, compassion comes on you. When you give, that's the passion part of your compassion that reaches out to minister to that need. Mm -hmm. All right? Now, 95% of all that goes, uh, it goes to what I call helping the poor and the different things of that nature. Now watch this, this I want you, this what I'm about ready to say is gonna shock you. So just hear me out before you wanna, hear me out. Have you ever heard someone say this in your church if you're a preacher, I'm gonna take a portion of my tithe and I'm gonna give it to that missionary over there. Ah, ah, you done jacked up. Not because you gave, but you changed the rate of exchange. And I'm going to deal with the exchange in a minute. You turned your tithe into alms. So God can't open up the windows of heaven. He cannot pour out a blessing that's not enough room to receive it. He can't rebuke the devourer for your sake. The alms is totally separate from the tithe and the first fruit and the seed. Those are the four tithes. I'm going to deal with that today. I want you to see this. If you take your tithe, your first fruit or seed, you, and make it arms, you change the rate of exchange and purpose. See, now, let me explain that so you'll understand. See, you, God is a God of order. He does what he says. He doesn't change. He doesn't go to the left. He doesn't go to the right. He's right there. He's on center. Jesus has got one leg in the Old Testament, one leg in the New Testament, which makes him the center of both Testaments. Are you understanding me? Watch this. Alms is the only given, not given to God, but to mankind. You don't give this to God. You're giving this to mankind. Now, why did God say do it in secret? We mean you can never tell nobody about your offering? Yes, you can tell people. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand does. No. See, you misunderstand that also. That's when your alms given, when you're helping the poor. David said, this is what I gave. He gave billions of dollars to the, uh, to the building of the temple. Remember right. that? And it's okay to talk about what sure. you gave if you're giving to the work of the Lord or something like this. Remember when Jesus 
before going to the cross, the woman anointed him with this alabaster, whole year's yeah. great wages, uh, and she poured it on him, and the disciples were around and were upset about it. Jesus said, shut up, leave her alone. She's anointing me for the work. That's right. So that was the work of the Lord, and it was okay to talk about it sure. because Jesus even said this thing that she has done will be told everywhere that the gospel is preached. So talking about what she did, which was giving a whole year a significant a amount significant of seat. finance or of value that day to pour it out on his feet for his work, the work that he, God had called that he was here to right. do, it was talked about. So it's okay to talk about yeah. giving a lot to the work of the Lord. Yeah, they freak out about that. Seat. Yeah, and that's okay. You know, watch this. You can talk about all... But when it comes to almsgiving, that's why God said, why did he say do it in secret? Why? To protect people's dignity. Right. In other words, people don't want to know that you're hurting real bad. Maybe they lost their house, they lost their car, whatever. So you just want to be a blessing. That's almsgiving. Right. See, and when you get that, it's to protect people's dignity. But yet you can talk about, you could say, oh, we're having a building program and I gave $100,000 to the church. Well, people say, he bragging? No, he's proclaiming what he did. That's a good thing to do. This offering that this girl gave to Jesus, it's been talked about. That, uh, the, uh, people don't mind talking about the widow's might, and that was the greatest offering Jesus ever saw. And it wasn't the, the amount, well, she gave all she had. Yes, but it, he wasn't excited about giving all she had. She gave all her heart. That's what happened. That came out of a heart. And see? we're still talking about that. And we're still talking so about it. our right hand knows what that right, left hand did. So what happens when you give $100 to a poor person. Hmm. What do you get back? $100. What? Uh, you, you get back Proverbs 19, 17. He that pitieth upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. And that which he hath given will he pay him again. So what, is you, that, what is that verse again? That's Proverbs 19, verse 17. Now watch this. If you give a poor person $100, you get back $100. Look at me when I say this but you're still at zero. Wait a minute. How come you're still at zero? He that pitted the poor lends to the Lord, I shall repay. You get, you get back zero. No, but according to God, you ought to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Wait a minute. You see, but when you take a portion of your tithe or your first fruit or your seed and you turn it into alms, you just change, change the rate of exchange. It's no longer alms. It's no longer first fruit. It's no longer seed. And you're going to get back. You give $100, you get back. Well, how come I'm not, I should be blessed in the city? How about the 30, the 60, the 100? Because you changed it to alms. It's separate each one. Me and Kathy, we give, um, we give first fruits, we give tithe, we give alms, and we give seed. See? So, you, so they don't cross over on each other. That's why we are very blessed people. Let me say this again. Alms is the only giving not given to God, but to mankind. Alms are given in secrecy to protect people's dignity in their crisis. There's a lot of times I walk up to people and I know they've been going through some financial trouble. I say, take this. Here, what? Oh, no. And, and, you know, you, and you do it privately. You do it privately. One-on-one. But I wouldn't think twice to get on this, on this uh, television, on this social media, if I was given to someone's church and say, I just gave a million dollars. Oh, he bragged. No, he can talk about that. Yeah. Our good friend Jonathan Shuttlesworth gave a million dollars to uh, Rodney Hyde Brown's ministry. I was excited about it. I, I don't doubt they, and, and they probably got some, uh, you know, some pressing. I shouldn't say that because don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. That's only when you're giving alms to the poor. Right. Ladies right. and gentlemen, David said, look, 
Solomon, I've heaped up this. It turned out to be a billion dollars or more. Nothing wrong with those things. That's not bragging. That's just telling the truth of what you did. Mm -hmm. You see, do you understand and what I'm saying? And then when he did that, he inspired his mighty men to do the same thing. Exactly the truth. And when they did, they were blessed for it. God repaid. But if you walk up to someone and they're struggling to eat, hmm. then you don't say, I fed them today. No, you have to protect their dignity. See, he that pitieth the poor lendeth to the Lord, I shall repay, repay what you gave. But if you turn your tithe, you turn your first fruit, or you turn your seed in the arms, you're going to get back exactly what you gave because you changed the rate of exchange. Do you understand it? See, you've got to understand that. That's why some people say, I don't believe in that giving stuff because I just, I just get back what I give. I go from check, paycheck to paycheck, mm -hmm. paycheck to paycheck. Because what has happened is you're switching things, and God is a God of order, as I just said a while ago. Right. And when you understand <laughs> that, God's word will come to pass. Well, how... How do I give the, you should give to the poor. If you don't, something's wrong with you. I'm not telling you not to give to the poor. No, but that's a part of your giving, almsgiving. Right. You, you're blessing the poor, ministering the poor. Why? So they don't have to be poor. The best thing you can do for a poor man is not to be poor. But you can go all your life giving to the poor and never get what you want, yet because you've given a piece of your tithe here, piece of your fruit here, and you exchange the, the exchange rate, and you yeah. can't figure out what's happening. Because the tithe is a tenth. You don't yes, give 8% of the church right. and 2% to the, That's home, correct. It to the poor people or whatever. It's the, you don't change God's rate of exchange. Yeah. You don't have enough money to tithe, the first fruit, to alms, and the seed. Yeah, if you put him first, you'll have enough of those other four All things. That you won't have enough room to receive it. Right. Can't you see why the devil's telling people not to tithe? Do you understand more than you can receive? Do you understand what he's doing and using preachers and Christians to do it? Do you understand that? Here's something else stupid. Well, I know your baby died, but the Lord took it home because he looked into the future and saw that the baby was sin. So he took the baby home when the baby was innocent. Well, if that's the truth, he should have killed us all. While I was a baby, or you, somebody, maybe your uncle went to hell or something like that, you know, he was a, if God had took him out when he was a baby. You see, that's so stupid. You see, no, you don't, God don't do those things. Jesus couldn't go to funerals, ladies and gentlemen. He messed them up because <laughs> he, he had so much life in him. So almsgiving, you should do it. And me and Kathy, we do that. We help people. But watch this. But if I give them $1,000, I get back $1,000. But if I want 30, 60, 100 fold, mm. woo, I don't take the alms from my seed. I don't take the alms from my first fruit. Yeah. I don't take the alms from my tithe. And that's why a lot of missionaries and a lot of people that are feeding the poor, and you should do that, and I believe in that, and we give to that. But they, they, every year, that's why you never see the bloated baby belly of the child being healthy and not hungry anymore. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When I pray and believe God for someone, for God to heal cancer, I don't say this. Well, you know how it is, it might come back. That is such a God-awful thing. You're already planting the fear thing that it might. Well, that tells me when you prayed, you weren't really praying totally in faith. Mm -hmm. You don't do that. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? That, that, that overstrains people's emotions to the point they don't know what to do. Now, I understand medicines. I understand how it all works, ladies and gentlemen. Like one man said, what about the generational curse? <coughs> well, just because your daddy was a drunk don't mean you got to be a drunk. If you want to get rid of a generational curse, how about making a generational choice? Choose not to be your daddy. Choose not to do that. 
tear your genes. They may be cancer genes, and you know, people die of cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure, kryptonite. That don't mean you have to. Your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. And he said it presented holy, a living sacrifice. Most people don't do that. Mm -hmm. They present it dead. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? You see how we misconstrue the gospel all the time, but especially in giving. That's why there's so much financial trouble. Say something if you wanted to no, say I'm, something. No, I'm listening. You want to read? I was seeing if there was a testimony oh, okay. to read you it whenever something? you have time. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let me read one or two. It, one okay. in particular that blessed me so right. much. This is in this little book, uh, four, The Four Types of Giving, Why My Giving is Not Working. Go ahead, babe. Right. This one says, thank you for teaching the truth about wealth and Christianity. Amen. My husband and I grew up Baptist with a po total poverty mentality. We've had three prophecies this year for great wealth, and your teachings helped me receive them with greater understanding. Now we have a different and quite deeper understanding as well as for why and how the devil has robbed the church. Yeah. Not just financially, but also spiritually. What a tragedy. God is good and wants to show off through his church body. Now, I, I love the Baptist. Let's, let's talk about the Baptist. I mean, I'm not against any denomination, non-denomination, or interdenomination. But what I'm saying this, I'm against people preaching their experience. Yes, and keeping it's, the church ignorant. Yeah, instead of preaching the word of this God. This other one from North Carolina says, I'd like to thank you for your teaching on why isn't my giving working. It really went off inside of me. The most teaching I've ever had was to tithe, and that was to go where you're fed. I've always been a giver and wondered why I wasn't gaining any ground. Now, praise God, I know. I ask God to forgive me for being ignorant of his word. Please pray with me that I'll do it correctly and never get, mix, get it mixed up again. Amen. Your teachings have literally helped save my life. Praise I love God. and appreciate you and Kathy so very much. Thank you for being obedient to his call. I'm not trying to get something from you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to get something to you. It's all good you stuff. You don't eat at Wendy's and pay at McDonald's. They're both <laughs> hamburgers. Right. You see what I'm saying? You do things in order. There is the time. There is the first fruit. Right. There is the alms. And then next week, we're going to talk about the seed. Yeah. So you can understand these different things that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And that's why, and I don't mean this to sound arrogant, in 47 years of preaching, we've never had a financial deficit because we've done these things. We don't have a financial deficit in our personal life. Because lives. we see it in the Word of God. We apply yeah. it oh. and believe it Now, by when faith. we first started out, we didn't have nothing. We had to learn. Nothing. You understand what I'm saying? We, when we went out to eat dinner, it was McDonald's. It was a quarter pounder with cheat. Now, before that, I made more money. You can shake a sticker. I was a rock musician. We didn't do, we eat anything we want, do we want. We gave it all away thinking we had to be poor. Didn't know we were sowing huh. stuff. Didn't have no idea that God well, we would bless always, us. Once we got, you got born again, we were faithful in, as oh. faithful tithers. Oh, and yeah. whenever we could, we were generous givers. Remember, we would buy the dinners for the evangelists that would oh, come yeah. through. We and, would, anytime we had an opportunity mm -hmm. to be a blessing, we took it. To be a blessing, see. So let me go, let me go back to this arms thing. But now I, we don't have to worry about that at all. Zero. And Kathy goes to a restaurant. If she sees something on that menu she wants, she gets it. And you know, I want to say something else though. That uh, okay. because the whole concept about how we're generous to people maybe that serve us. One way that you can help people that are poor by and saving, well, preserving their dignity. Is, is by being very generous when they serve you at a table or sure. whatever they do something for you. Like we've given examples throughout this teaching and we'll probably do, do more of it. But 
Uh, that way you you can say, thank you for doing a great job. You did a great job. Then they feel good about themselves. It's not like you're giving them a, a handout. Right. That that so it builds it builds them up and strengthens right. them. It's right. a reward. Yeah. And it, it's always an encouragement too, right? I don't preach with my hands out. Most preachers do. I preach with my hands up. This is where my blessing coming. Right here. God just rained down the blessing of the Lord. And I like what you just said. Yeah, they, you did such a good job. Mm -hmm. Well, we learned that from our friend uh, Phyllis Moore. She yeah, was saying I love how. Phyllis. She, Keith Moore. So we were, we were generous, of course, when we give the, the tip, but sure. we weren't saying that phrase, you did a good job. Thank you for serving me. So then they feel like they they, they kind of earned, they well, earned it. Well, we would take the tip and put it in the thing and walk off. Well, just wouldn't say anything. Yeah. But if, if we acknowledge that, they, then we wasn't like we're just handing them an alm. Right. Because the alms sometimes right. is, is embarrassing for people to just want to just give them. So they're, right. they're grateful to get it, don't get me wrong. But nobody wants to be in that position. We always want to be the one that's blessing others. And, and some people, they go through a hard time in their life and they need help, but they don't need people to blow a trumpet and announce, hey, I gave that person uh, this money. They, they wouldn't have ate today if it wasn't for me. No, you can't go with that No, attitude. we're not talking about that. That's wrong. So the alms concept, what Jesus was teaching, which when you began this lesson today about, uh, he says, don't let your right hand know what your left hand's doing. It's just to preserve the dignity of that person. So, so when people do serve you or do something for you and you know they're working for a living, you know they have, they could use that extra blessing, uh, uh, use it when you give it, say, thank you for doing a great job. You did wonderful, wonderful work. And it will build them up, right? Uh, yeah. You see, when you give the alms, the, the exchange is reimbursement. He that pitieth the poor lendeth the Lord, I shall repay. And that's good. And I believe in helping the poor. Don't misunderstand me. I, I do that. But it's amazing to me how many people, they take pieces of this and pieces of that, and they, all of a sudden it shuts down with the, what the tithe should do. Let me say it again. It shuts down what the first fruit is doing. It shuts down what the seed should do because they're trying to piecemeal the thing. You see what I'm saying? Instead of a, uh, you know, what would you do if you ordered a pizza and you opened it up when you got home and there was one slice in it? Yeah. Did you pay for a whole pizza? Well, you know, we, yeah, but we you know other people ordered pizza, so we thought you could yeah. pay for the whole pizza, well, but we'll just give you a piece. Right. No. Well, if you, <laughs> no. if you compare it to the tithe, really the tithe belongs to the Lord. It's not That's us right. to decide that, what portion of that we're going to do something else with. Yeah. No, we give all the tithe to him. Then he blesses our 90%. And then when that happens, you're able to give to the Ooh. poor. You're able to do that alm. You're able to do be that so that uh, first fruit, be generous. And, and, and not then, only in money, in health. In long life, in enjoyment, I, I just said something. Some of you have never been on a vacation in your life. You've wanted to go all your life. Hmm. Well, my God, won't you name your seed? You see, you thought, but yeah, I've been a giver. But have you been giving in this manner, changing the rate of exchange? And that's why you hadn't been able to save enough to go on vacation or, or go do whatever. You know, I, I thought about vacation. It's amazing how many people try to save money on vacation. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard of. Why? You worked all year, God blessed you, and you're going to try to save some money to pay a bill. Well, you can still pay your bills. I remember I, years ago, years and years ago, me and Kathy and I, Jules and Deborah, that's Kathy's sister, my brother-in-law, and the kid. these when the kids were little, uh, Jody was little, we'd go to uh, Destin Beach, Florida. That's when it was a sleepy little fishing village, which means there was only one condo on the whole beach, and that was Jetty East. I'll never forget that. Now today, you got to stand it. I mean, you in, in every traffic light, there's at least 500 cars waiting to pass through. I mean, it's just crazy. And 
I would save my money and we ordered a three, uh, we rented a three bedroom condo. And I, I wanted to buy it and it, it was this God awful price. They were selling it for $30,000. Today, that three bedroom would cost three and a half, four million dollars. But we didn't have the money. But I said all that to say this. For the 30000 30, We would have made a lot of oh, we'd, we'd God. investment yeah, today, at the time good Lord. if we'd had the insight. The but foresight. you know what we were doing, what a lot of people were doing. You know, we gave, but we didn't understand the, the, how to, what was happening to receive the 30 well, to 60 there's a period of time for, when you start the giving. Yeah. It doesn't happen overnight. No, but it doesn't you happen. live a life of consistency. There, there, you are going to reap. The Bible yes. says, uh, don't be weary in, in well-doing, but... You, uh, he says you're going to reap if you fate not. Well, I would tell Jody and little Jules and, and uh, we had Ryan, we had Julie. <laughs> I said, I'm, I, I'm going to spend every dime we got, which means I want just enough gas to get us home. So we would start off and we wouldn't be down 20 miles down the road. And I'd say, y'all want some ice cream? Yeah, Uncle Jesse. <laughs> and by the time I got him to Destin, the sugar highs were going crazy. You know what I'm saying? And it was so much fun. And you know what? I believe God enjoyed us watching us have fun. And it was just such a blessing. Well, that is all. Now they're all grown up. They got their kids and, 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 and it's just wonderful. But even when we go on vacation with people, we are generous. We want to be a blessing. They want to be a blessing to us. See, when thou doest your alms, remember this. He that pitted the poor lendeth the Lord, I shall repay. You get back exactly what you get. But you need more than that. That's Why? Because the there's so many other things you want right. to do. So many other things you need to do. And when you understand that, let me say this again. And alms is the only given, not given to God, but to mankind. Alms are given in secrecy to protect people's dignity in their crisis. That doesn't mean you can't talk about an offering. Don't let your left hand know what your right hand know. That's when you give, that's when you give an alms. So you protect people's dignity. We told you the rate of return on alms and reimbursement. That's Proverbs chapter 19, verse 7. He that hath pity upon the poor, lend it unto the Lord. That which he hath given, will he pay him again? Then I said, if you take tithe, first fruits of seeds, and make it arm, you change the rate of exchange and the purpose of it. And you're wondering why you're not being blessed. Well, you know, when we begin to learn these things, the blessing begin to come. Our tithing checks are big. Mm-hmm. Our first fruits, our increase, whoo, big. And we're talking personal as well as ministry. I don't well mean that private. Ministry. Our arms, big. Our seed, wait till next week, son. We go, whoo, that, that, that's where the 30, 60, and the 100 fold is, is in the seed. What's the difference between the arms? What's the difference between the first word? What's the difference between the time and the seed? How, what's the correlation? How's the difference? Well, you'll get that next week. But when you understand these things, that's why I didn't want to break this. That's why we're in the same clothes. Not that we're dirty, because we're not. We got air conditioning. It's in fact, I'm cold in here, man. Yeah. It's so cold in this studio, you know what I'm saying? But you think I'm worried about paying the light bill? No. Why? Tithing, first fruit, alms, seed. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. Do you understand? I feel led of the Lord to tell you today. When you understand, we're doing this so this anointing of increase that's on me and Kathy will come upon you. But it all starts with the seed. It starts by giving. For God so loved the world, gave. That's how Christianity started. His only begotten son. Think about that. It all deals with giving. And partners, thank you for giving to this ministry. I've said it so many times. 
reason why we've never had a financial deficit ever in 47 years of this ministry is I trust you and you trust me and we both trust God. Well, trust goes a long way, doesn't it? I, I, I thank you for doing that. We've asked the Lord for every dollar given to our ministry to give us a soul into the kingdom. And, and it's just such a blessing of the Lord. So if you'd like to be a giver, you can do that today. Go to our website, jdm.org. You can hit the donate button, give that way. You can use PayPal if you like. You can text to give a one-time gift or a recurring one if you want, or you can mail in a check or donation. And I wish you would go and get this little booklet. Kathy carries it in her purse. She said she used to, then she's going to redo it again. I, this is a two DVD set of this here. One's the message. The other is question and answer. And you'll be blessed by it. Shows you how to do all that. And it will minister greatly to you because you deserve to be blessed. You deserve this. And you know, I've learned something of this. I do not let time defeat me. So if you've done this and you hadn't seen it yet, keep on keeping on. Mm -hmm. Peter kept knocking at the door. Trying. They're praying for him to get out of jail. He's out of jail. He's out of jail. Someone knocking on the door. See what I'm saying? Open the door. And I'm going to tell you something. When you open it, you know what you're going to hit? A tsunami of great blessings spiritually, physically, and financially. That's what it's all about. See, so we talked at the first week about the tithing. The second week was about first fruit, and this is about honor. You need to help the poor. Now, God has called me to preach the gospel, and I'm going to close with this. But, you know, a lot of times in giving to the poor, I, have, I give the ministries that that's their number one prime thing they do because they know how to handle alms to people better than I do. Like when we first wanted to go on television, we sold into a television ministry so we could learn how to do television. Right, right. Pretty simple. That's the law of Genesis. Seed time, harvest time. Seed time. Be not deceived. God's not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth. That shall also reap. There is a reaping coming on whether it's bad or whether it's good. Mark my words. See, so I want you today to be a blessing. I want you to be able to give as much as you want, when you want, where you want, and how you want. Kathy, we're going to end it with another prayer. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, help them to understand what we're saying today. That if they take other things from other parts of giving, they, cha they change the exchange rate. Bless these people. They have a right to it. You love them, Lord. You love your children. You don't love one any more than the other because you're no respected person. Father, get this anointing of increase, this hundredfold anointing. Let it come into them so they can be the blessing they want to be. Because what is that motivation for, that you gave me for Thank this you, almsgiving? Lord. Compassion. And it's always wonderful to be compassionate yes, to people. I thank you for it, Lord. I decree and declare it done in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, amen and amen. Until next week, and don't miss this one. We're going to deal with the fourth type of giving called the seed. The seed. Ooh, I can't wait till we get there. Till next time, Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. See you next week. Bye-bye.